T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. not making any moves yesterday, does that mean you're happy with the roster that you currently have at midpoint of the season, just before midpoint of the season? Yeah, well, we're always looking to improve. Um, you know, we had a couple of practice squad players this week, so it'd be hard for me to say there wouldn't be any roster changes between now and the end of the year. I think that'd be a stretch, but I mean, I don't know. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. Late night, W-E-E-I. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's KJ, that's Bill Belichick talking about, look, you're the GM. Did you make any moves at the deadline? Considering the offensive line looks like stir fry. Yeah. This weekend against the Colts, it's going to be a very telling game. Now, look, going into the season, you thought this, oh, this might be Matt Ryan's last ride. Maybe the Colts are in some kind of competition for the AFC South. What do you know? Matt Ryan's been benched. Sam Ellinger is in there, and now here we are with like another litmus test game, right? So game two against the Steelers, it was like, could Mac Jones outperform Mitch Trubisky? The answer was yes, and what do you know? Mitch Trubisky is benched. Then, you know, there's always been the Tua comparison, and it seems like Tua's pulling that train out of the station in comparison to the two Alabama quarterbacks who are a year apart in terms of coming in the league. And now Sam Ellinger... Is who the competition you would have to look at? (sighs) This could be a trap game where the Patriots are favored. Because this is one of those situations where if there's anything that the Colts do okay, it's the defense showing up against the run game. You clearly don't want this to be, hey, Maybe Matt can throw for 300 yards. We're just making sure that he still throws to the numbers that are in the same color he is. That's just where we are right now. And part of that is on the offensive line, which I'll get to here shortly. 617-779-7937, the text line 37937. Look, the run game for the Colts, it's it's been missing in action. It, I, I can only imagine what the conversation is in Indianapolis where Matt Ryan's not getting the job done. Carson Wentz was a disaster the last three games of last year. And your all-star running back, Jonathan Taylor, has really been doing nothing. Six games. Six games so far this year for the Colts. Under 135 total rushing yards. Last year, they had seven games above 135 and four games over 200. That bodes well for the Patriots, who... If anything, they've been having issues with the run. 
Now, the defense has shown up against the run game for the Colts. 127 against the Titans with Derrick Henry. 58 yards against the Chiefs. And you might say, well, the Chiefs aren't really a running team. But if the Chiefs can run against you, that means they've really beaten you bad. The Colts' defense is 11th in the league in total yards. Look, this is what the Colts are hoping for for their own second year, but starting as only a second game Sam Ellinger, is that this has become a run game, run game, run. It's going to look like 1964 out there on Sunday, and it'll be a beautiful day, but it may be one of the ugliest games that you will see. Now, Last week, Sam Ellinger, 13% of his throws were bad and 69% on target. This season, Mac Jones had 16% bad throws and 70% on target. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, wow, are we really now comparing Mac Jones to Sam Ellinger? (sighs) Here's Mac talking about, look, uh, they're still trying to figure some things out on offense, maybe? Yeah, I think that's... Um, part of it. I think every week there's a different game plan, which is good. That's how we've been around here, and we try to attack defenses, and with our defense, they try to attack their offense, so we always have a little bit, you know, things we want to do extra or differently for a certain week, but um, for the most part, we we know what we want to do, and we want to improve on the areas that we weren't good, whether it was the last week or in the past couple games, and just improve, so definitely a lot of things to improve on, and we're just going to try and fight to do that. Yeah, you almost wonder where Damian Harris and his hamstring has been. Uh, clearly, it's been the Ramondre Stevenson show, but he didn't. He only rushed for 68 yards. It was just all the catches that you saw out of the backfield, so it made it seem like a lot more things were happening. But you almost have to say, you're going to have to get 100 yards on the on the ground from one or two of those backs. Not not necessarily 200 yards, but you've got to get to that threshold of last year of about 165 somewhere in there total rushing yards against this Colts defense because that's what they their their offense is not doing anything. So you've got to keep that defense on the field as long as possible and not have these three and outs, these one yard, zero yard gains, especially with really good field position. Give the defense of the Patriots a lot of credit against the Jets. The Jets did not start any of their drives any closer to the opposing goal line than their own twenty five could happen again this week you would probably want to put that in the same situation with sam ellinger in there but with mac jones in there you're just kind of like you know i I don't know how much i would want you to learn new as it is to be efficient and hand that ball off so there's going to be a lot of concentration on ramondre stevenson and if he's now going to be the single back and damian harris who may not get maybe three carries last game You have to be concerned a bit about of a trap. Now the Patriots are favored and coming up in about 30 minutes. We'll do some NFL lines courtesy of BetMGM. Well, you'll see that the Patriots are favored, but you're like, wow. You would think it would be more considering how bad the Colts are struggling, and the Colts have something to play for. They're only uh, really a half game out of first, and with the Titans playing the Chiefs this weekend, the Titans lose, they're 5-3, and and if the Colts win, they're 5-4. and and one. So it well four yeah, they would be five, four, and one. So be careful in this game because yeah, you're like, ah, what are they really doing? They're not really good this year, and neither are the Patriots right now. So everything in the whole conversation has been right now, at least, 
is Mac's in-game decision-making. And here's Matt Patricia on his thoughts of Mac with his in-play decision-making. Listen to this. Yeah, I mean, I think he's done a really good job of, um, you know, trying to see everything that's going on in the field. And I think that as we go through the season, uh, fronts and coverages will change, you know, and and, and teams will – uh, change how they play against us from week to week and, and game plan a little bit more from a standpoint of they have enough film now to kind of see who our players are, how we're using them, uh, maybe some of the different attack points that we've had offensively. And, and now they're going to adjust and they're going to, you know, uh, compensate for that. And now we have to kind of react and adjust and go uh, the opposite direction. And I think for, for him to be able to step in last week and, you know, get into his first full game back uh, into the speed of which the Jets play, um, which will be very similar to the Colts. The Colts are an extremely fast, aggressive defense. Um, these guys fly around. They do a great job with the disguise and and really um, put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. So um, it was good to see that, and we're going to have to build on that as we go forward. Uh-oh. You hear what Matt Patricia really said in there? Hey, at some point, it's going to be beyond teams attacking the scheme. It's going after the player if he doesn't adjust. So he said, yeah, why? Good that he looked better in a first full game against the Jets, though he could have had a full game against the Bears. Mac Jones has to realize that this same Colts team that played him last year will be looking at the tapes of what he did well last year in comparison to what he's doing poorly this year. This is one of those weird games where outside of your division, you're playing them twice in back-to-back years. That's kind of weird. You know, like you played the Colts last year, and now you played them this year at home. And that defense might suddenly get healthy, motivated, right? I mean, remember the Bears were, were were how many point underdogs, Joe? Do you remember? I believe it was seven and a half to seven eight. Seven and a half, eight, somewhere. In there, it was like eight points, yes. And so while the Patriots are not an eight-point favorite in this game, I think the fan base kind of feels like, hey, with no Matt Ryan in there and Jonathan Taylor struggling this year, this should be a very strong game for the Patriots. Now, you hope that it is. But as Matt Patricia, and I, I give him a lot of credit considering that this has been kind of the issue in terms of the play calling and the offensive coordinator, the, the ghost offensive coordinator situation, is he's absolutely right. Teams are already in the process of making adjustments. We're halfway into the season. They know what you do well. They know what you do extremely poorly, what you're really bad at. And right now, too many of the bad things are showing up. So, as I've said, don't be mad at the dink and dunk offense because if it's going to keep the ball in the Patriots' possession and move it in forward plays, I think at one point by the second quarter in that Jets game, the Patriots had eight plays for negative yards. If you do that against this defense and Stephon Gilmore on the other side, yet don't fall into that he's that old man. He will pull out tricks, and you sh- you sure know he knows what this team wants to do because I-, I don't think I think he was in between getting traded to Carolina when Mac Jones got here. So I don't think they were totally in camp together. I think he was still on the roster, but he wasn't going up against Mac. But he he knows what scheme they want to do. And it's, he's a former All-Pro over there. so I, You don't just win Defensive Player of the Year for nothing. Yeah, and it's not that far removed. So this could be a trap game. And if the Patriots go into the bye 4-5, and five, and there's a whole week of just us getting to talk, what do you think the subject is going to be? It's going to be about do you make a change at quarterback 
when you come back from the bye. This is probably the second most important game in Mac's career at this point with the Jets game being probably the most important one. Even if you go last year into the playoffs when it was the the, the playoff game against the Bills, did you really think that the, the Patriots would be able to beat the Bills after the Bills beat up on the Patriots at home, didn't punt, a couple weeks later, it was just kind of like, okay, all you could really hope for is that the Bills would get caught somewhere in the playoffs and they wouldn't win it. So it was kind of happy joy, joy in that regard. But since then, there's been a regression. And if you're in a regression and you're in this new system and teams smell blood in the water, it could be a trap game that could get ugly fast. Kind of like the first half of the Jets game. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. All right, more Patriots talk. The Celtics just went into overtime with the Cavs. Um, two minutes left, Cavs are up by three. We'll get to the Celtics as well. But I got to get on this offensive coordinator and play calling stuff and everything because it looks bad. I'd love to hear from you. But right now it's time for Joe Braverman with Trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Patriots getting ready to host the Indianapolis Colts this Sunday from Gillette Stadium. Four players did not practice this week, including David Andrews, who's still recovering from his concussion. Devontae Parker with a sprained knee. Damian Harris had an illness. And Devin McCourty with a non-injury-related rest. Seven players were listed as limited for the Pats. This includes Christian Barmore, Kyle Duggar, Adrian Phillips, Matthew Slater, Josh Uche, Dietrich Wise, and Pierre Strong. On the other side for the Colts, star running back Jonathan Taylor did not practice today as he deals with his ankle ankle injury he suffered against Washington last Sunday. And also former Patriot Stephon Gilmore did not practice either as he has a rib injury. The Celtics and the Cavs, as KJ just mentioned, are in overtime after an overtime thriller last Friday at the Garden. They are in Cleveland, and it is currently, looking at it right now, 112-109 Cavs with just a shade under two minutes to go in overtime. Jason Tatum had the game-winning layup with 6.4 seconds remaining. He's got 24 points and 10 rebounds. Jalen Brown is the leading scorer with 28 points. The Bruins recalled Keith Kincaid from the Providence today as their emergency goaltender, with Jeremy Swayman leaving last night's game with an apparent leg injury. And World Series Game 4 in Philly currently taking place. It is 5-0 Astros over the Phillies through five innings. Christian Javier working on a no-hitter right now. He's got two walks and nine strikeouts. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, our third downs in the first half were pretty competitive there, especially we had a couple longer yardage situations. You know, didn't didn't do as well in the second half. Again, you know, going up against a good defense, good pass rush. Um, you know, we just got to coach and and play a little bit better in those situations. And obviously, first and second down have a lot to do with third down. So, uh, you know, you're like we were in the third quarter, fourth quarter there. You know, third and ten, third and eleven, third and twenty-one. You know, it's hard to hard to convert those fourth and one that was a big conversion for us obviously um so but we gotta do a better job on early downs and then stay out longer yardage situations and then you know work on our you know overall our execution so start with coaching and you know as a team we need to continue to work on that late night W-E-E-I, it's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Update Celtics game going final. Jalen Brown missed a last-second turnaround jump shot from about 18 at the elbow. Celtics lose 114-113. It was getting close. We'll, We'll get to the Celtics here in about 25 minutes. That's Belichick saying, you know, we need to be good on first down. Second down, third down. Yeah, I mean, if you have to go up for it on fourth and you don't have the game in the balance, look. I've said from the beginning of the year when it seemed like there was, look, there was an, I, I honestly believe there was an attempt to get Bill O'Brien from Alabama to come to be the offensive coordinator for the, for, for the team. And, and if that was the case, I don't think you see a Mac regression because, in essence, you're just running another form of the offense that's already been exist that's already existed. But when Belichick figured that, hey, I'm going to put a couple of defensive guys over the offense, <laughs> I don't know. Someone asked, "What do you think happens if you have 50 outlets in a room and 100 forks and like three five year old boys who are curious? There is a good chance one of those forks is going to go into the electric socket." That's what it felt like when you're like, here, guys, you're in front of the, you're in charge of the offense. It's like, oh boy, we can put our finger in the socket at the expense of Mac Jones. And I put that at the feet of Bill Belichick because while, yeah, when you were in Cleveland, you could say that you didn't technically have an offensive coordinator, but you did have a guy who specialized in offense who kind of worked with the plays and you finally made him the offensive coordinator like the last year in Cleveland. What a way to go out, huh? 
hey, honey, I guess I'm finally going to be named the coordinator. Oh, yeah, and they're moving the team next year. (laughs) Damn, Bill. No, but look, this is a different era. Things move much quicker. This isn't as much of a defensive game as it once was. And while I give Belichick a lot of credit of being able to adapt to the times with the the mobile quarterback, and that's been questionable at times, but still you've been able to do it, how to frustrate these new and hot and upcoming quarterbacks, how to figure out their tendencies, buy yourself time. But when it comes to your own quarterback, who, one, isn't really mobile, and two, really needs super coaching. Like, imagine Daniel in Karate Kid 1, right? Like, he needs all the coaching he needs so that way Cobra Kai isn't constantly getting to him and his girl at the beach. Now, once you get to Karate Kid 2, oh, man, he's good. He knows the offense. We could even take him over to Miyagi's homeland and fight some people to the death and play Chicago songs in the background. Mac Jones is not at Karate Kid 2 level yet. It's still Karate 1. You want him to win the tournament. You want him to be able to... Right now, he's trying to recover from the swept leg. Sweep the leg. That was getting pulled out of the game. Sweep the leg. And and that's, that's on management. That's on management. You have to know... And again, granted, you might say it's football. I don't care about your temperamentalness or anything like that. I get a little of that. But if this is going to be the quarterback of the future... Long term, the, the quarterback who's going to have the, ch- the chance to get this franchise competitive again, playoff games. The, you know, I, I think if you asked the atypical New England fan who wants to see Max succeed, I think they would tell you the, the, the dream scenario would be Mac is in the playoffs and he's dogging it out and comes through in some cold weather game and beats some team that's supposed to win it. And they're and the Patriots are in the AFC Championship again. Suddenly, that level of excitement right there is very feasible in the bigger picture of Mac Jones. But right now, oh my gosh, this guy can't get out of the first round of the uh, of the uh, of the of, of, of the, the the karate tournament. Karate Kid won, and it's pretty bad. A lot of it has to do with the turnovers. I think that's where some of the yips are happening with Mac Jones. The turnovers are happening, one, because it's like, okay, what would I have done before that I'm comfortable with, and what am I expected to do now, all while the offensive line seems to crumble like paper in front of him. Here's Mac on the turnovers. Yeah, I think that's important. Uh, The ball is number one, and uh, we got to do a better job with that, and I do too, so I definitely just – watch the tape and see what we can do better, but they're part of the game um, and you just got to move on from them and we're trying to identify, you know, how we can be better and that's the important part, right? You just go about your day and run the play how it's supposed to be executed and if it's not there, then just throw it away and move on to the next play. Come here, Mac. It's not we, it's I. Wax on. Wax off. Wax on. Wax off. Mac, Mac, it's not anybody else with the turnovers, it's you. And it's bad. Now put this in perspective, okay? The Patriots. This year, let me just tell you where this is how bad it's been for the offense under Patricia and Judge. Last year in 2021, the Patriots were set this is on offense, 17th in turnovers, sixth in points, 15th in total yards, fifth, 14th in passing yards, 
15th in touchdowns, 11th in interceptions, 8th in rushing yards, 2nd in rushing TDs, 13th in turnover percentage. Okay, so if I had no idea about football and I was only a number ahead, you would say, where do you think a team that has these type of stats would finish? They would probably say, okay, how many how many playoffs have? Either they just missed the playoffs or they just got in. There you go. This year with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, you might want to hide your your annuities on this one. Thirtieth in turnovers, they're second worst. Seventeenth in points, twentieth in total yards, twenty third in passing yards, twenty third in touchdowns, thirtieth in interceptions, thirteenth in rushing yards, eighth in rushing touchdowns, third. In turnover percentage. You, you don't need a coordinator to, to fix that. Because to the untrained eye, you ask that same person who told you, oh, yeah, that 21, 2021 team, they probably either just got into the playoffs or just missed it. What do you think this 2022 is? They'll probably say one of the worst teams in the league. Offensively. So the question is, what's going to be done? Because I... I as, I, as, I, as I've said, Patricia's not going anywhere. Judge is not going anywhere. And and, he, and on top of it, you think anybody's saying, man, what those two have been able to do with the offense? Talk to their agent, see if they're interested in getting a job. <laughs> no! This is what's making the situation so uncomfortable, is there is no sunshine behind the cloud. Right, that's why I said last night, Mac Jones is not going to be sat. He's not going to be benched at all again. He won't be benched again. Three turnovers in a game, stay in there, stay in there, because they're not going to go back and forth. Of you know, here's the guy. Now he's not the guy. And it, now you can just control the situation. And say you know what, it is what it is. There you go, Mac. Because if that's the case, Belichick could have played Zappy again against the Jets. But you know what? The, I mean, God gracious, you know how big of a fever would be going on at one point. I think I forgot who it was, the reporter who said that, you know, look, there's a chance that Mac Jones may ask for a trade or get traded come the combine. I don't believe that at all. Now, what I do believe heading down the road potentially is a straight up quarterback competition between Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones in camp next year. And hence why you let. Why you why why you just let Mac Jones just continue to roll. Two picks, not going to stop him. Three picks, depends on when the third pick happened. Did it happen in the first 20 attempts? Did it happen near attempt 30? Here's Joe Judge talking about how they are trying to address this turnover issue. Well, it's never one player. It's never one thing. It's something we did better as an entire team. And that's definitely a focus of ours going forward. And we have a lot of ball left. Uh, The good thing is, you know, we can look at that as a team and understand that you know, we put ourselves in positions to be, you know, successful. We've had success when we've done it right. And we know the targets we have to improve on, how we have to do playing better going forward. So in terms of the ball security, that's something we have to start as coaches, you know, doing a better job of and every player executing it, obviously better. That's a column we don't want to be in. Uh, but what's important is how we execute this Sunday. Nothing that happened before will have an effect on this Sunday's game. And that's an emphasis going into it. Yeah, I don't believe that. Everything that's happened before is affecting the next game because 
something is happening between all of that, right? If, if if Brian Hoyer never gets hurt with the head injury at Green Bay and you get your atypical Brian Hoyer, we'd be just trugging along. It wouldn't matter if Hoyer threw for seven touchdowns and 500 yards in a game. There was not going to be any discussion of Brian Hoyer and a Mac Jones controversy at quarterback. That's not that happened before will have an effect on this Sunday's game. Yeah. I'm not saying that Joe Judge isn't telling the truth. I'm just saying that that's a that's a very standard line. Just the same way that Mac said earlier, you know, we want to go after their defense. Their their offense is going to want to go after our defense. No kidding. I learned that when I used to have that little football game where it just buzzed. You know, I'm going to try and go after you with the styrofoam, and you're gonna your guys are going to try and knock my my guy with the styrofoam off of this buzzing board. That's an old game, Joe. You don't remember that one, do you? I do not know. That is the original football game. Football game. Then came like the handheld Coleco Vision, where where Coleco, where you just threw to a dot. Yeah, the handheld. The handheld is what I remember. The f- vibrating like board or whatever. I it, it's gibberish. <laughs> Cut it off. That thing would get so hot from playing it for two hours. Turn that off. You put a fire in the wall. But look, a fire needs to be lit under this offense. And I'm sorry, there's some pretty bad Bunsen burners running the offense. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia are just not the guys, and I've been saying that from the beginning. I was kind of laughed and scoffed at saying, I was like, no, you need an offensive coordinator for this quarterback. Oh, no, it'll be just fine because at the end of the day, Belichick will call everything. Oh, well, well then, then I have to have Matt Judge. is like, well, Joe Judge, well, if, if it isn't just one player and it isn't just one play, then... Is it not just one coach? Right? I mean, like this is this is what y'all put forward. Is it not one if it isn't one just one player, just one play? Now, granted, yes, the poorest offensive line has played into that, but who's the offensive line coach? Matt Patricia. Well, gosh, you know, Mac Jones has a 5.1 turnover percentage. Higher than anybody in the last 10 years, minus Peyton Manning, this bad neck, and that amazing defense with the Broncos. Who's the quarterback coach? Joe Judge. Who is in charge of hiring the coaches? Bill Belichick. And who hired all of them? Who's the GM? Bill Belichick. I think I'm starting to see a pattern here. Well, here's the thing. If you can say it's not just one play and one player, and some would say, well, hey, you know, in that 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 interception that was not against the Jets, you know, Jacoby, you know, um, I'm sorry, Jacoby Myers was supposed to go out instead of in. Like, at some point, why do the excuses keep building up? You can only go by end results. And this is why I say be careful with this Colts game. Just the same way you thought, oh, the Bears are horrible. They can't throw the ball. I even believed that the Patriots would cover the eight points. And, oh, boy, was I wrong. I mean, the only person who covered the eight points technically in that Bears game was Bailey Zappi with, with, with one touchdown and in a second t- with two touchdown drives. This Jets game, you just got out of here like it was a win. It felt like one of those old-school wrestling matches where, you know, Time limit 60 minutes and someone gets a pinfall at 59.30. And they're just like backing out of the ring like, whoa, I still have a belt. Oh, my God. I think I, I think I heard from the Patriots sideline a huge sigh of relief. Everyone going, 
<sighs> well, no, I mean, but here's the thing. Nobody's going to say that because they're once players started making any type of comments about what it what it was like for Mac Jones to get pulled out, there had to be a whole reset. Almost kind of like a restating of the rules. Now, it's funny, like sometimes in radio, like in music radio, they used back in the day they used to put these things up where it would be like Here's the slogan you want to say every time. Every time you open open the mic, you want to say this with energy. And then after a while, people start ignoring pretty much the, the, the pretty much what's poster board on the wall, and they start kind of freestyling off of what's supposed to be said directly because no one wants to sound like a robot every time they open the mic. So then you know, program director has to come in and say, you know, let me restaple this up here so that way you guys can understand how important it is for you to say this in this particular way. I think that had to be done by Belichick at all, E-T-A-L, when it came to some of the stuff that was being said out of the Bailey Zappi getting into the game and Mac Jones being pulled out of Well, here's the crazy thing. That wasn't like two weeks apart from each other. That was four days apart. And so literally, you almost forget that there were two football games last week that the Patriots played. But it just seemed like that everything that's happened in the last three weeks, you wouldn't think that the crescendo was last week. Well, it was more than four games. It was more than four days. It was like six days apart. But it felt like, I mean, imagine if that was a Monday. Imagine if it was a Sunday game and then a Thursday game, what the energy would have been. Especially in prime time, too. That was prime time Monday night. If this was just like a regular 1 o'clock game, it might be just like blown over. Yeah, it would have been like one of these side highlights that they show you when you go to halftime that, hey, this this happened in another part of the world. But again, I always thought that Mac Jones should have been in that Jets game because it is a division game where everything is still kind of jumbled together. Now, granted, it does feel like the Bills may be pulling away, but remember, the Bills do have a loss to the Dolphins. The Dolphins have loaded up thinking that, hey, if they get the Bills one more time and beat them, they may actually win the division. And the Patriots are not that far off. That That's what's, that's what's absolutely maddening about this season. As bad as everything I've told you right now, the Patriots are 4-4. Four and four, And, like, I guess I'm not going to look at any kind of calculations, but they can't be that far off from probably the last wild card spot just if you had the playoffs now. That's why this game with the Colts is so, so important because it's like if you go into the bye with a winning record considering everything that happened, that could be a galvanizing moment. right? What has happened over the last two weeks, three games, and how the team has responded to that. In essence, they would have gone 2-1 and one since the Chicago incident. That's what it would be called, the Chicago incident. But you go into the break 4-5, and five, where I think this is a team that might win six, seven games total. But they'll they'll feel like there's an urgency saying, hey, you're going into the bye, potentially with a loss at home, and if there's a loss at home, then either the defense broke or the mistakes continued on the offensive side of the ball. And if it's the offensive side of the ball, then you know, you know what the conversation's going to be here for the next couple of weeks. I mean, gosh, I... Sometimes I don't feel like making parody songs, but dadgummit, if the Patriots lose Sunday, I have to make another one. Oh. 617-779-7937, text line 37937, KJ Late Night next. 
Got some bet MGM odds for this weekend's game. Got a parlay that could pay out 60 grand. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And hang out that's next on WEEI. In your mind going forward, who are they? Well, they're going to be good over the next two weeks because of who they're playing. So they're going to be playing Sam Ellinger. Who? What? Uh, yeah, so they're going to play him at quarterback next week. So their numbers are going to be, they should be good. Um, they should be able to get a couple turnovers. They'll have to stop Jonathan Taylor, assuming he's healthy. I think they're a top 10 defense. I really do. I think that's what keeps them in these games. And as long as, you know, they get the positive side of the turnover differential, uh, you know, they're going to win more than they lose. I still think that they're somewhere between like a 10 and 7 you know, nine and eight type of team, which could be just good enough to get them in the playoffs as a wild card team. Late night, WEEI. It's KJ. Thanks so much for being here. 617 779 7937. Text line 37937. That's Boomer Esiason on the Greg Hill Show saying that he believes that the Patriots could be a wild card team. And I don't know if that's going to be the case. I'll get into that in a second before we get into make money money. But I did say that, look, the defense, remember, if you remember, Joe, I said the good thing about the Patriots this year is even though they won't be number one, two in defense, they'll still be top 10, and that's going to carry a lot of things for them. Um, But here's what's at, this is why I say this Colts game is a lot more important than just, oh, it's just Sam Ellinger. Be careful. So if the playoffs started today, here's how it would shake out. Bills one, Titans two, Chiefs three, Ravens four. Jets 5, Miami 6, Chargers 7, Patriots 8, Bengals 9, Colts 10. So literally, right now, like we just almost pretty much say what the season, it really boils down to the Patriots game against the Colts and the Bengals. They win both of those games, then you might have the shock of the season going on. If they lose both of those games, bloop, bloop, bloop. Patriots four and four, Cincy four and four, Colts three, four and one. And if the Colts win this game, they'll be four, four and one. Patriots drop drop down to four, four and five. And now you'd be getting into the area potentially where the Broncos and the Browns are, depending on what their week is. I think the Browns have a week off. Yeah. Raiders, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, Houston, they could pretty much write their ticket that their season's over. I think so. Denver is at the cusp of that. So, yeah, it's this can be a trap game. They are favored. The Patriots are favored against the Colts. But it ends up like that, that Bears game. 
There'd have to be some serious evaluating going. All right, coming up in 15 minutes, talk about the Celtics game tonight and some of the issues I thought would be blaring weren't as much, but still not. There's some things that have to be addressed. But right now, let's try and win you some money with these games. Hit it, Joe. Yo. Hey, I won the bet. Here, one dollar. <laughs> I can give you half. How do you pay, man? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> lots of it. Lots and lots of it. All right, BetMGM has its lines out for this week's games. If you hear me mention plus money, that's where I'm leaning. Um, so let's start with the Chargers. Three-point favorite at the Falcons. Even though Keenan Allen, is, he's fighting something. The Chargers are really fighting for them to stay in the playoff race. They spent a lot of money in the offseason, so they can't just kind of throttle things back now. They have to step forward. I'm actually surprised they didn't make a move for probably like another receiver just because of what's going on with Keenan Allen. But I like them at three at the Falcons who consistently give up the pass play. My goodness, did you see the end of the Panthers game? So I like the Chargers minus three at the Falcons. Panthers at the Bengals. Bengals favorite at seven and a half. I like the Bengals in this one, as I just mentioned, where that crowding below the seven line for the playoffs, even though it's still halfway in the season. These are the games that you have to win. Interim coach, possibly interim quarterback. What is this future of Sam Darnold and, and, and Sam Brad uh, and, uh, and Baker Mayfield for the Panthers? The Panthers actually took victory out of the jaws of of, of victory last week. And so when you've got that going on, you've got to win those games. I like the Bengals at minus seven and a half. Dolphins, five and a half point favorite at Chicago. Chicago continuing to fight, but they gave up two pieces of their heart on their defense in Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith. So I, while I think they're in transition, and even though picking up uh, you know Chase Claypool, it doesn't address what they do best, and that's defense. And I think the Dolphins are on a roll with Tua back in there. I like the Dolphins at five and a half. Packers, three and a half at Detroit. It's Detroit. Detroit finds a way to get in its own way. I think they were up two scores against Miami. Miami walked them down last week. Detroit's in flux. They got rid of TJ Hawkinson. I I do wonder about the future of uh, Dan Quinn. Don't let go to the GM. He's he's, he's an alumni. You mean Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. That's what I mean. Dan Campbell. Yeah, the, the bravado is only good, you know, when when your chest actually, you know, grows hair on it, and that hasn't happened for Detroit. I like the Packers to get healthy, and their three-game losing streak at Detroit. Colts at Patriots. Patriots favored by five and a half. I think that number is high on the five and a half, but I do think the Patriots will pull it off. The Colts just have so many unknowns. Jonathan Taylor's been banged up. You got Sam Ellinger in there. Uh, Matt Ryan's no longer in the play. Uh, Pittman is your only wide receiver option, and that's obvious, and that walks right into the Patriots' defense. I think you'll see some good moves continue happening from the Patriots' special teams that really makes a difference in this game. Bills, 13.5-point favorites at the Jets. Good God. Just when you think that a number is not high enough, then come the Bills who don't like punting. I like the Bills at 13 points at the Jets. There's no value even in betting on that game. Vikings, three-and-a-half-point favorite at the Commanders. I wonder if that number comes down a little bit because of the news involving Dan Snyder potentially selling the team. 
there might be some more enthusiasm from the fan base. Kirk Cousins returning to the scene of the crime because there was a lot of criminal things that happened with him when he was a quarterback in Washington. So I do like the Vikings at three and a half, but it might be a closer game than one thing's longer into the game. Raiders at Jaguars. I've got the Jags at plus one and a half at plus 105. The Raiders are in such flux. If you if you told me <laughs> that Devontae Adams would have one reception in a game, something's going wrong there. Jags have a great running game with Travis Etienne. They I think they've they were like one in six in single score games. Oh, oh and six in single score games. I think they get healthy against the Raiders. I like them in the upset. Seattle at Arizona, Cardinals favored by two and a half. I like the Cardinals in this one. You can see the difference in Kyler Murray with the return of DeAndre Hopkins. So I like the Cardinals to have some kind of momentum. I don't know if it'd be enough to get them to the wild card, maybe, but because the NFC is so strong, like, do the Giants file up, fall off as one of those last wild card spots? Do the Cardinals make their move? It'd be interesting. I like the Cardinals, in it was, which is not an upset considering no one believes in Seattle. <laughs> Uh, Rams at Bucks. This is the featured game. Loser has a bigger losing record. This is amazing. Bucks are favored by three and a half, and I think they have it because the Bucks have a better chance to still win the NFC South than I believe that the Rams have a chance to catching winning the NFC West. So, plus we don't know if Cooper Cup is going to play or not, and that's their only weapon. Well, I don't even know so much that as much as I would say that. A lot of things with Tom Brady are, are now finalized and are not hanging over him. And maybe football can now become the primary focus for him again and the begin this beginning run for the Bucks on their comeback. Titans. Um, I like them to cover the 12 and a half at the Chiefs. I don't think they'll win the game, but they will cover the 12 and a half, I believe, at minus 110. Uh, Ravens, three point favorite at the Saints. I like them. So I only, in, in that slate of Sunday games, I only see three games that I see any value in playing Raiders at Jags. Take the Jags at plus one and a half, Seahawks at Cardinals, the Cardinals at two and a half, and the Titans covering the spread at 12 and a half against the Chiefs. Put a hundred bucks down, pays out $592.42. But the juicy parlay, Thursday night football, Eagles in Houston, it might be a stinker, but here's some plays you might think about. Take the Eagles in the alt money line of minus 16. I just believe that the Eagles will turn it on at plus 115. Jalen Hurts scores the first touchdown. He's known to run it in himself. That's why he doesn't have a high passing total. He'll run it in himself. Plus 550 on first touchdown for Jalen Hurts. The total, under 43. Little bit risky, but I don't see Houston score more than 10 points. Plus 120. Jalen Hurts, two plus touchdowns. Again, I mentioned he'll run it in twice in a game. Plus 300. And the highest scoring quarter in the game will be the third quarter where I think things get out of hand. Plus $400. $100 bet pays out $61,390 on the Thursday night game. That's Make Money Money, the second hour of Late Night with KJ on WEEI next. Thanks for hanging out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.